Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. The home for MLS in Atlanta, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I am merely a Mike Conti impersonator tonight. I'm Jason Longshore, and I, I guess, Jarrett Smith, you're impersonating me tonight? How am I, how am I doing? Pretty good, I think. Thank H- you. How did I do covering for Mike tonight? I think you did really well. I apologize for everyone's eardrums that might be bleeding I after don't. Nick Firmino's goal. Uh, I didn't know that was going to happen. And when you have covered Atlanta United too as much as I have and you have as well, Jarrett, uh, just to see a moment like that for somebody who has been grinding for a couple of years. He came on a Tuesday deal last year, Nick Firmino. To get that kind of a moment, it does mean a little bit more when you've seen all the work and effort and grinding that Firmino has done to get that moment. Just pleased as punch for him because it's a guy who was a homegrown player with New England. Uh, he's released by New England, went to uh, U.S. Open Cup Darlings, Union Omaha, the yeah. Murder Owls, and then comes to the twos, puts in the work last year, but it doesn't really show in the stats last year. Yeah, he played as an eight last year a lot. Yeah. He played deep in the midfield when he had always been kind of a 10 or a forward for New England on his way up. And now this year he's kind of moved into that 10, but he's different than he was before. He's got some of the box-to-box qualities that he learned last year. So the evolution's been interesting. But he's still so goal-dangerous as he has proven this season for the twos. And there it's just you don't give up on the play. And you're there to to have that moment that he'll remember for the rest of his life. And just so happy for him. You know, so many times we talk to these talk to these guys like him, like Jay Fortune, like Luke Brennan underneath the stadium up in Kennesaw. And to see them go from those moments to, you know, the bends collapsing around itself with a 94th minute equalizer is a really cool moment. I know Steve Cook is beaming watching his guys in Firmino and Brennan on these short-term call-ups impact the game and Chole has played with the twos and Tyler Wolf has played with the twos this season Jay Fortune who we're hoping to speak to here in this segment he's played a good bit for the twos Noah Cobb has played for the twos it was that kind of a night for Atlanta United couple times I wanted to call them Atlanta United too because we're used to calling these guys with the twos and we'll go ahead and and give you the spoiler alert the man of the match brought to you by Heineken tonight is Nicholas Firmino I think it has to be with a moment like that it's such a huge moment it's 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 such a well worked go watch when you watch that goal don't just watch the header it's a great header from Firmino it's great technical heading where the ball is just kind of scooped the little backspin floater and he just heads it hard and down and 
Keeper's not able to get there. They had a man on the back post, and it kind of goes underneath his arm against his body, and it goes in. It's so well done, and it's such a thing to just step up in that moment, not let the moment get too big for you. We got his first touches in. He immediately hit the foot, hit the, hit the front, uh, the front foot, and was making things happen, and just absolutely awesome for Nick Firmino. An, an honorable mention, I think, Jason for for Machop Chol, who came on in the second half, who has become that super sub for the club this year. Like I said during the game, his heat map is all over the field. He was searching for the game. He was finding the game. He was earning cards. He was earning fouls. He was creating dangerous opportunities. He almost scored an amazing goal seconds after coming into the game. Almost earned a penalty, too. Almost earned a penalty. A, a fantastic performance from these guys who, you know, you, this, is why, this is why you invest in the academy. This is why you invest in the academy years ago so that you have guys now who are able to come in and make an impact and be able to make something happen and have these amazing moments. Joel from that first U19 team in Atlanta United Academy history went on to Wake Forest. He comes back is really turning into a problem for opponents off the bench. Nick Firmino and Luke Brennan are going to be with the team for Saturday as well at Red Bull Arena. I think Nick Firmino might have just earned himself that trip to New Jersey and maybe he's going to earn himself some minutes in that one. It's going to be really interesting to see what the lineup looks like on Saturday. Let's jump into the statistical recap while we wait for Gonzalo Pineda and hopefully we wait for Jay Fortune as well. This is brought to you by Piedmont, an official health care partner of Atlanta United. Possession 59% for Atlanta United tonight, and that increased in the second half. Shots 12-3 Atlanta. Two shots out of three were goals for NYC. All of their shots were on target. Five shots on target for Atlanta United. Corners 5-1 Atlanta. Big chances 2-2. Big chances missed 1-1. That's not a surprise. The Tyler Wolf chance is going to be a big talking point coming out of this one. Passing 87% for Atlanta, 85% for New York City. Dribbles came down in the second half from both. They were completing about two-thirds in the first half. Atlanta down to 50% for the final. Uh, New York City 59%. 17 tackles for Atlanta. Three interceptions, 13 tackles, nine for NYC. Anything stand out to you inside the numbers, Jared? Uh, Goals change games. I mean, they, they change the way they change the way it plays. So you know, the possession changes because New York City, when they get the goal in the second half, they're they're maintaining possession in a less dangerous sense. Whereas Atlanta gets it, they're trying to actually force things. So you might see passing percentage go down because you're trying to make something happen. We've talked a lot about the young players shining tonight. One of those players, he's headed to international duty after this, but he was a big factor tonight. Jay Fortune hanging out with us on 92.9 The Game. Jay, how are you? Uh, good guys, how are you doing? Doing well. Um, this game was an emotional roller coaster. Uh, just how are you feeling after your second start in MLS, after the back and forth nature of it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm very glad and happy to to, to get these games in, get the starts in. Um, very grateful to the coaching staff and the, the the teammates around me. And obviously, it shows tonight that I have you know great teammates and coaching staff because you know they were they were able to to put in a little extra fight to, to, to help me tonight, um, which I'm very grateful for. Walk us through that. That first goal, it's a combination between a bunch of homegrowns with you and and Caleb and Tyler. You can just walk us through that whole sequence if you could. Yeah, Tyler went down the right, and I saw Caleb start to just walk in front of me, and I kind of told him like I was behind him. And he just took a little glance. Uh, he dummied the ball to me or flicked it to me, and then from there, uh, don't really know too much of what happened. I was kind of just uh, on the ground after that point, but 
I heard the crowd go crazy, and I heard Tyler had scored. So I was just happy for him and happy we were able to, to get that goal between the three of us. Yeah, I thought you were going to earn the penalty. Then it looked like Tyler was going to square it over to Miguel at the top of the six. Tyler just decides to take it himself. So it's 1-1 at that point. It felt like you guys were in the ascendancy and starting to control the game. How did it feel the rest of the first half for you kind of in the back and forth and the momentum after the equalizer? Yeah, I mean, after the equalizer, there was a, a spell right after where we started to control the game a little bit. But, you know, New York's obviously a good team, and there, there are moments back and forth where they had, they had spells and we had spells. So it was just about um, finding ways to to try and take control of the game as much as possible. And if we were going to be in a defensive shape, make sure we're sturdy in the defensive shape, make it hard for them to break us down. And when we had it, try to be good in position. And we had talked to you, I mean, even back in the days when Atlanta United 2 and Kennesaw, uh, just how, how much is it mentally, not just physically, you know, playing at this level, able to, you being able to just kind of keep your head and, and stay locked in in these physical battles? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really important. I think um, it... Show, show me tonight is one one moment can can change a game and luckily I have you know phenomenal teammates around me who were able to, to at least get a point out of it for me but you know for 90 minutes you gotta you gotta be paying attention and, and try and stay focused as much as possible and be mentally prepared so now you will be away from us for a little while we're gonna miss you over these next few games you will be busy with the Trinidad and Tobago national team as you head into the Gold Cup how excited are you about this big opportunity with your national team? Yeah, really excited. Um, it's it's one of those. It's always a great opportunity to represent your your country and to play in such a prestigious cup like the Gold Cup is is a great opportunity for me, and I'm very blessed and happy to be able to do such a do such a thing. Jay, I can't wait to cheer you on with Trinidad and Tobago, and can't wait to get you back with Atlanta United. Many more minutes coming for you in MLS the rest of the way. Thanks for the time tonight. We really appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Jay Fortune, Atlanta United midfielder. He will be with Trinidad and Tobago at the Gold Cup. He has four caps already for the senior national team for Trinidad and Tobago. Many more to come, and I think many more MLS appearances to come as well. Yeah, you know, I agree completely. And it, it, he talks about that moment in the, that leads up to the second goal for New York City. It's such a weird moment, Jason, because that ball just kind of takes a deflection. It comes through to him and kind of goes off his foot. And it's, it's an unfortunate moment where it, I don't think he expects that ball to come all the way through, but – I thought overall it's a really good match from Jay Fortune. It's a great second start. I think he absolutely had earned it, and it's it's so mentally and physically taxing to play in this league, especially in a game like this, which was it didn't it, 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 at times it didn't really flow. It was kind of stop and start. It was kind of hard to find the momentum in the game, but he gave you what he could and was very important. Yeah, I, I thought he had a, a good match overall. I think that moment is a tough one for him. I'm glad he spoke on it, and it's just one of those moments that you have to deal with as a professional. Let's go downstairs to hear from Atlanta United manager Gonzalo Pineda. Good evening, Coach. Um, Good evening. Can you talk about, please, the decision to sign Brennan and Firmino to short-term agreements and then what you told them when they came into the game, what you wanted them to do? Well, number one, I think they deserve it. It's a uh, it's, uh, uh, good performance with the second team. We keep track of that. Coaches are paying attention to what they do there. We're in constant communication with the coaching staff of the second team, and then uh, they deserve it, number one. We need them, number two. And then number three is uh, 
yesterday I told them that's why I called them out because they deserve it. They've been performing very well. Um, we've been watching live a few games at home, and you know I think they're they're up to the standard. Um, but then uh, I asked them. Uh, Luke came on the left due to some tactics that New York City was doing very well. We were forced to change to a back three at the end of the game, well, the last probably 20, 25 minutes. And then I put uh, Luke Brennan as a, almost as a left wing back. And then uh, Firmino almost as a double tank with uh, Chop. And then underneath them was Ossie with Rosetto. So trying to overload the middle and then trying to have some uh, players outside and then having numbers inside the box. So that was the idea. Um, and they did very well. I think Luke didn't touch the ball that much. Uh, probably were playing more on the right side. At the times, you know, when matchup was doing good on the right side with Brooks, then we were dangerous. But uh, I think still Luke uh, has a lot of potential to play there. Did uh, both Nick and the other homegrown two play tonight do enough? Did, did Nick do enough to earn perhaps more than a short-term agreement? And did the other homegrowns do enough to earn more playing time, even when the roster gets back to full strength? Well, we'll see. That, again, that's that's something for Carlos. Again, it's a signing, and signings is, is for Carlos. Of course, we have those discussions, and we will talk about that for sure in the next few days. But at least we have them for for the next game, and and, and we will see if uh, how everyone is recovering. With the three guys are coming back from internationals, we will see what are the numbers and how we can uh, make the next uh, roster against your Red Bulls. Gonzalo, uh, could you just quickly explain the decision to take out Tyler Wolf uh, for Ozzy Alonso, a defensive substitution when you were down a goal? Tyler Wolf for Ozzy Alonso. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that was the case, but uh, maybe that's what the cards look, but uh, I don't think it was the case. But uh, um, the, the, the reason was Tyler was cramping, same as, uh, same as Caleb. So, you know, I, I didn't think that uh, when we need energy, we, we should have players that were doing very good, both of them, but were cramping on the field. And I think that puts them at risk and, and don't give us the best chances to succeed. Yep. And maybe you're correct. I'm sorry. I'm reflecting on that because I did double softs. I think you're absolutely correct. And yeah. Yeah. Gonzalo, earlier this year, you faced a similar situation when you went to Columbus. Obviously, it was a bad loss for the team. What what is the difference at this point? Uh, is is this result evidence of of progress in the, that the team has made since then? Well, uh, three points could have been a big progress, and we were aiming for that. I actually think that uh, we should have we should have win this game. Aside of the tactics that I already congratulate the coaching staff for New York City, they were very good. They were putting us under pressure when they were overloading the middle, no nine. So Ledesma was almost as a false nine. And then our center back didn't have anyone to mark. And then it was difficult to adjust, right? Especially when you have a, a young roster, you want to move too much. Uh, but I just told this to the players. I like the competitive side. I like that we never give up. And never giving up is a signature of a championship team. And I like that, that even though we were a young team, maybe on experience, six homegrowns, which is a mark for Atlanta United. We never played before six homegrowns in the past. So again, many, many positives on that. But the mentality and the resilience, I told you guys that what we learned is this time we were ready to compete. And I think we did that. Maybe it wasn't as 
good as uh, at times we didn't look as good as cohesive which maybe is normal but we were fighting we were competing and till the end we were pushing for the three points i like that um stats aside but 12 shots for us three for them and then we couldn't um manufacture more clear chances probably tyler's was the Curious one, uh, but I still think uh, kudos to the kids. They did a great effort, great fight, and I really like what I saw. Gonzalo, you said yeah you know, tonight. You you said you should have won the match, but you know we, you already talked about the younger players. Uh, from a mentality standpoint, um, I mean you went down a goal twice and came back twice to. Equalize. Maybe that doesn't happen. Um, maybe a few weeks ago. So, how does that speak to the mentality of the team, um, having gone through that adversity, especially with a little less than half of the season remaining? Yes, I agree with you. I think uh, many of these results at times, you know, translate into three points. And I've seen these in the past as a player, as an assistant in Seattle. Many times we were rescuing points at the end, and that was always uh, what I learned from Brian is uh, that is the signature, never give me up. That has to be kind of, uh, um, uh, you know, um, our, our mark uh, that we never give up. We're winning, we're losing, we're tying, we always fight till the end. That has to be a mark for us. Uh, and I'm very proud of the kids because having six kids today playing to debuts um, and they fighting like that is is encouraging. So of course we want to do a couple things better, defending inside the box, giving up soft walls, all those little things of course we, we want to improve on and we continue working on that. But the heart, the passion, exactly what you say, the mentality to come back uh, is going to give us fruit in the in the future. Late equalizer from Nick Firmino rescues a point for Atlanta United. That was Gonzalo Pineda speaking to the media downstairs here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We're going to take a break. We will come back on the full-time report. You can hear the highlights. You will also be able to send us some questions on Twitter at 929thegame, at Longshoe, and at Jarrett underscore Smith. We'll be right back with more full-time report on 929thegame. Official station for all things Atlanta United. WZGC Atlanta. WZGC HD1. Always free on the Odyssey app. Back with more full-time report. A complete review of today's match on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back to the full-time report on 92.9 The Game. Atlanta United and NYC 2-2 final tonight. And it was chaotic. It was disjointed it was strange at times and it was thrilling at times we'll try to give you the picture of that going back through these highlights from it and i'm kind of afraid to hear some of them but let's start with the first one new york city got on the board early and the play started 30 seconds in in the midfield with keaton parks on the ball big switch over to the right side for nyc Opportunity here for the Pigeons in the attacking third. Dribbling into the 18. Gutman defending. Shot and goal. Goal, goal, goal. NYC FC Gabriel Pereira. First minute Atlanta United trailing 1-0. 
It's it's a really good ball from Keaton Parks, and we talked about it before the game and during the game, how important it is to win that second ball off the throw-in. It falls to Parks. Abada tries to close him down, doesn't do it successfully. Parks gets it out to the right, and then it's just Pereira gets Gutman leaning and finishes far post. Yeah, it's a 1v1, and Pereira is really crafty in that he gets Gutman going to the end line, and he almost like uses him as a screen in a way and shoots behind him, and Brad Gazan can't save it. It's 1-0 45 seconds into the game. Thought the response from Atlanta United was a good one. They bounced back quickly after that adversity and equalized 10 minutes later. Wolf trying to find space for a cross. Can't. Back heel into the 18. Jay Fortune sliding challenge. Still there for Atlanta. Barry, goal! 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 Atlanta United. It's Tyler Wolf who pounces on the rebound and slams it on 1-1. And I'm with you that it looked like it's the perfect situation to to play the ball back across to Barry at the top of the box. Instead, Tyler Wolf just goes it alone, puts his laces through it, and puts it in the back of the net. And how good has he been ever since the U-20 where he wasn't called up? His response has been as great as you could ever ask for a kid. That whole sequence with Wiley involved yeah. with Fortune would have been a penalty, but advantage was played, and it was played correct. I think it would have been a penalty. It would have been looked at. Yeah. Um, we didn't have to really look at it because Wolf slams at home, doesn't pass to Barry, which is what it looked like was going to happen, just hits it as hard and low as he can. No angle. He beats Luis Barraza. Not the rest of the first half, Atlanta was the better team, but they couldn't find the go-ahead goal. They get to halftime. New York City maybe found their footing a little bit. But the second half, I thought it started out, first 10 minutes, all Atlanta United. Well, then New York City quickly went back into the lead in the 56th minute. Tavon Gray passes forward. Parata gets a deflection. It comes off a of fortune. Played into the 18 to Pereira. Shot. Goal, goal, goal. New York City out of nowhere. Gabriel Pereira. Adds his second of the night. You're right back where you were at the beginning of the game. You're digging yourself out of a hole. And, yeah, I mean, you're digging yourself out of a hole. You, you were correct, yeah. Garrett. <laughs> yeah, you are, in fact, digging yourself out of a hole. But it's it's a weird situation because it takes that – it goes past Parata, takes that bit of deflection. It, it falls to Fortune, and he's not really expecting it. Takes a very unfortunate deflection off his foot. Then it's a good little through ball to Pereira who gets it right in that moment. You know, we were talking about it off air. With all the deflections and all the play through the middle, you just it's some of those times where you you just hold your breath and hope a deflection doesn't go against you. Yeah, it falls to Ledesma, and it's just a great through ball to Pereira, and and he's able to get in behind. It's just one of those moments that a deflection, Fortune doesn't deal with it well. I think he tries to bring it down Mm -hmm. after it kind of comes into his path. He's not able to do that. Ledesma hits the through ball. It's 2-1 NYC, and, and that was their third shot. That was the last shot they would have all night long. Atlanta United goes to Mateus Hosechu Machop Chol eight minutes later off the bench. I thought both of them were really good in the second half. Osvaldo Alonso comes on for Tyler Wolf. Gonzalo Pineda said in, in the press conference that Wolf was cramping up at that point. It allowed you to kind of reset. It's not a defensive sub in that moment. It allows you to move the pieces around. And I thought what was interesting after the last set of subs with Nick Firmino and Luke Brennan coming on, and Pineda talked about it, we did too, that box in midfield with Hosechu, with Alonso, with Chol, and with Firmino, it really started to run the game. That grouping did, 
And eventually, after a lot of effort and a lot of opportunities, the ball popped out wide to Brooks Lennon, and this happened. Joel, 1v1 with O'Toole. Joel into the 18 to Lennon. Lennon pops it back, top of the six, headed on, and in, goal, goal, goal! And it's Nick Firmino! Firmino, the magic man from Atlanta United 2, rescues the first team tonight at the Benz, 2-2. Yeah, uh, you, you said it. <laughs> you I... covered it when you blew out your vocal cords and blew out multiple ears around the city. It's it's such a well-worked setup on the right side from Troll, who was so good after he came on, and Brooks Lennon. Eventually, you, you work between the two of them. You wear out New York, and Lennon gets to the end line and floats it so nicely. And like he's talked about in the, in the first part of the postgame, it's a perfect header. It's hard. It's down. It's bouncing. It's tough to deal with. And Nick Firmino, take a bow, man. You came up here and you stood out when you had to. I don't think it's a surprise that Firmino's goal is our hot play of the match presented by Scana. For over 20 years, Scana Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. One more opportunity for you guys to tweet at us at 929thegame, at Longshoe, and at Jarrett underscore Smith. We'll get your reactions from Twitter right after this on the full-time report on 929thegame. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What's your one thing? That should be it. That is it. Full time. This is the Full Time Report. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back. Full-time report after a 2-2 draw between Atlanta United and New York City FC here at the Benz. I still don't really know how I feel about this game, Jarrett. There were so many weird things about it. One thing I know is Atlanta United did not keep the clean sheet, and Atlanta United would like to remind you that for every Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they will donate $2,000 to the Children's Health Care of Atlanta. This year's donation total is currently at $8,000. 
Would love to get that into five digits on Saturday at Red Bull Arena. We'll talk about that here in just a bit. But first, let's get into some questions from Twitter. you still got a little bit of time to maybe get in under the wire. Tweet at us at 929thegame, at Longshoe, or at Jarrett underscore Smith. And let's start with Michael Valverde. Says seems Atlanta United, when pressed, is being baited into trying to play through their middle third, and then a deflection ends in a goal. How can they avoid this mistake? Well, I think in the situation, especially like where you give up the second goal, it's a weird deflection where you know Jay's trying to bring it down and <clears throat> is unable to do so cleanly. But when you play through that pressure and you come out clean the other side you're going to create some really positive opportunities. And, look, there takes bravery to play through that pressure. That's what this club has always done. And there are multiple ways to go about it. You can play through it. You can suck up the pressure and go over the top like we've seen them do as well. Or you can you know, try and get that pressure flooding to one side and hit the big switch. But they're going to find ways to try and play through it because the reward is worth the risk. Yeah, it is. And I think when you look at the goals that they've conceded, they haven't given up as many as you might think from being pressed and giving the ball away. I, I think the situation on the goal, the second goal for NYC, wasn't necessarily trying to play through pressure. I think Parata steps in front of a pass. It deflects. It hits Fortune. He's not able to bring it down. It was kind of a funky situation all the way around rather than a, a, a play where you were pressed and gave the ball up. It's something you have to clean up. It's just what possession-based teams always have to battle against, and, and you've got to be clean and building up. That gets you into the attacking half, and I think Atlanta's – done pretty well in getting into the attacking half this season let's move on to nick on twitter it says i want to give Pineda a shout out i believe he often doesn't get the credit he deserves this team has all caps numerous late comebacks lots of players have improved this season and the style is arguably the best since we won the cup what's not to like uh, <laughs> i mean right now you're you'd, you'd love to get three points out of a game like tonight because you do leave a goal out there you feel like you yeah. should have had but the absolute fight this team has had at the end of games is something that Gonzalo Pineda has talked about. That it's it's a quality of a team that's going to compete for championships. There are absolutely things you want to clean up, 100%. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you cannot let off until the 98th minute against this team is just exhausting Actually, to deal I, with. I think Atlanta United has at least one goal, maybe two in the 99th. So you might want to stretch that number up a little bit higher. Okay, 99th minute. Call it to the 100th. Get MLS after dark and take it to triple digits if you want to. It's been that ridiculous. But the fact that you have to defend that hard for that long against this team the fact that they they believe in themselves and they believe in each other and everybody out there and it's the thing that I'm so impressed with with when you start four homegrowns tonight you bring more homegrowns on in the second half none of them are afraid of the moment all of them firmly believe that they should be there and they put in the performances and it's just it's been really impressive to watch again absolutely things to clean up but there's a lot to build on there, especially with some of these younger players. The 13th goal in the last 15 minutes, the Firmino goal. <laughs> Why not? That's insane. I mean, that, that's just absolutely insane. I, I don't even have any other response. To I that. have expected a third goal in the last 30 seconds uh, or so. I was like, you know what? Why too. not? I did, too. I would not have been surprised if Atlanta had somehow been able to find a winner. Um, my thoughts, I mean, what's not to like in terms of the style and the comebacks and I think the subs tonight, he, he nailed all of the subs. The team got better with all of them. 
I think when you look at the goals conceded, that's the part that you, you don't like. And, and, and Gonzalo hates it. I mean, you've heard it from him after games and before games. He, he hates giving up the number of goals that they've given up. I don't think it's because of coaching. I don't think it's because of moments where the team's not set up properly. I don't think it's moments that they haven't trained. I don't think that's the case. I, I think you've given up goals on mistakes, and you've given up goals on not preventing crosses, not blocking shots, those kinds of things, which is not about a style or a philosophy. It's just about making plays in big moments. And I think Atlanta's got to do that to get as high in the table as they can before the end of the season. And honestly, I thought that's what they did well at the end of the first half. Yes. When New York had, for five to seven minutes, they had more of the possession at the end of the first half. Atlanta got into a bit of a shell defensively when they were getting forced back, but everybody was stepping out. Anytime the ball was getting worked around, someone was stepping, and when a New York player was getting the ball at his feet and looking up, he was closed down. Um, Franco Ibarra steps up and blocks what could have been a dangerous ball into the box. I thought that part of it, they did a better job, and they've been defending in those moments where, look, you're not going to have 100% possession. Sometimes you're going to get pinned back, especially against a team like New York City, which, look, they – often go on the road and have 50% of the ball. They want the ball. They want to They want to try and pin you back at times. But to be able to flip the switch and defend well, throw your body in front of the ball, close out, defend with intensity, I was impressed with that part of it. Two more quick ones. Uh, John Roper, in your opinion, has Tyler Wolf cemented his name in the starting lineup? Ooh, uh, as it stands right now, because your uh, former right wing is on a plane to Brazil, Yes. Yeah. Right now. And Derek Etienne is away with the Haitian national team during the Gold Cup. Yes. Right now he is. And when Derek Etienne comes back, we got to have a conversation because it depends on what Tyler Wolf does during this. Yep. He's gonna. Ha- he has a ball tonight. He's gonna feel like he had a should have had a brace and he should have had a brace. Yes. The second, the second one he has to put away. Yeah which is hilarious because the first one's a much tougher finish and he just obliterates the ball. But Tyler Wolf's performances, and it's not even just on the ball, man. It's it's off the ball. The way he presses, the way he moves has been such a fun thing to watch develop. He's absolutely in the starting lineup for me. I think the cement is still drying on that spot. I think Machope Chole's going to have something to say about it. I think because you could have him on one side and Caleb Wiley on the other with Yorgos Yakamakis up top. So I don't want to say 100% a lot of yes, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be the hot hand. So Wolf's got to compete. Chole's got to compete opportunities. Maybe Brendan's got to compete. We'll see how that goes too. Um, last one from Matt Wagner to kind of get into the mechanics of things. Are there any other ways for Atlanta to play Nick Firmino if they play him Saturday outside of a first-team deal? And the answer is no. Oh, I mean, you've got um – You've got, I think, two more call-ups, I believe, short-term. Two more call-ups, but only one more appearance. Yes. Yeah, so you've got two more call-ups, one more appearance. Those are four-day call-ups. The reason you announce it today is because Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that covered you. You announce it today so that you're covered today through Saturday. But he's got one more appearance, and yep. after that, then, yeah, you're, you're looking at you got to I, – I need to look at the roster sheet because I don't have it in front of me. If you have a, a free sp- supplemental spot. You would need a supplemental spot to get him. You, you can't get him as a former homegrown of yep. New England. So you, don't, you don't get that opportunity, I don't think. MLS rules are very fluid, so I don't want to rule anything out, but he would be in a supplemental spot, I would assume. I think you had a supplemental spot free, but – 
there could be other moves that happen, and you do have to think about the long term as well. So it's not an easy answer, but as things currently stand, if he plays at Red Bull, then you have to sign him to an MLS contract for him to play again for the first team. Yeah, and look, he has done he's done everything you could have asked to him. You talked about it, Jason, in the, earlier tonight, that when he was playing with the twos last year, he was playing as more of an eight, yeah. and it, it's a more thankless role. And you're not going to rack up the numbers the same way more often than not. And then this year, he's playing more as a 10. He's had eight goals, multiple assists. This is his ninth goal in all competitions. And all that thankless work that comes into being an eight last year to help shuffle that team through games, and now he's up playing as a 10 and just doing work, comes in tonight and does this. He has done everything you could ask of him. Quick score updates from around the league before we go to break. Montreal at home beat Nashville 1-0 tonight. Cincinnati at home beat Toronto 3-0 tonight. Red Bulls were trailing 2-0 at home at the break. They come back to make it 2-2. Orlando finishes 2-2 at Exploria Stadium with Philadelphia. That's Atlanta's next two opponents, the Red Bulls and then Philly. Houston leading 2-1 over San Jose at home. Minnesota, New England postponed. That has not started as of yet. Real Salt Lake went to St. Louis and won 3-1. And the other games tonight, Austin hosting Dallas, Colorado hosting Vancouver, Galaxy hosting Sporting Kansas City, LAFC hosting Seattle, and Portland hosting Chicago. Those last three are about to kick off here in just a couple of minutes. All right, we're going to take our final break. We will come back and look ahead to this weekend's trip to Red Bull Arena in Harrison, New Jersey. Coming up next on the Full-Time Report on 92.9 The Game. Back, 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 back to the Full-Time Report. Our United play here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back to the Benz Full-Time Report. Finishing things off on a crazy night here. It feels like every night here at the Benz this season has been insane. Atlanta United gets a point. Probably wish they'd gotten more. They were trailing for a large portion of the second half, but they found a way through Nick Firmino to rescue that point. We've been talking about the tackles all night long as well and that counter pressure. Atlanta United was really good in their tackle win percentage. They were 12 of 17. That's 12-1 tackles, and Chick-fil-A is going to be very happy about that. They are committed to helping fight food insecurity. Proud to partner with Atlanta United and Soldiers Angels to help tackle veteran hunger. All season long, when a United player successfully makes a tackle, Chick-fil-A restaurants in Atlanta will donate 100 pounds of food to feed a military or veteran family in need for a month. For more information and to see how you can help, visit atlutd.com backslash community. The leader in that regard tonight, not Franco Ibarra. He had two of two in the first half. Mateus Osechu, three of three in limited minutes in the second half. It's Mateus Osechu helping the veterans tonight. Mateus Osechu came on and gave you what you needed when Johnny Fortune, I think, was starting to run out of gas a little bit. Fortune had put in a lot of work in the game, and Osechu came in and he made plays in the middle. That you know, Again, they played through the middle. Both teams had a lot of bodies in there. and We talked about it the way Atlanta was almost running like a box. Zetu had to win, and he did, and and he had to win them cleanly because you didn't want New York City going the other way. But that being said, Franco Abada still in the leader in the clubhouse for getting a building named after him. So coming up on Saturday, Atlanta United will head north to New Jersey to face the New York Red Bulls. Ben Bender scored two goals in the first 20 minutes tonight at Red Bull Arena for Charlotte. 
and then the Red Bulls in five minutes apart in the second half, in the first 15 minutes of the second half, they leveled it. Dante Van Zier and Cameron Harper with the goals. That finished 2-2. So both teams coming in to Saturday at Red Bull Arena, both off of 2-2s, both off of 2-2s that they had to rescue. Atlanta took a lot longer to rescue it. What do you think about this one with the Red Bulls, a very different kind of opponent tonight with NYC? It's such a weird week because you say that. It's New York City is a team that's going to want the ball, and you get the polar opposite now with Red Bulls. And, and look, Atlanta's going to have players back. Now, how much can they give you remains to be seen, but Yakomakis will be off suspension. Uh, Tiago Amada will be back, and you're expecting them to be able to give you something in this game against a team that you've beaten once this year. And look, Red Bulls are going to press you. And we just talked about playing through pressure. Atlanta's going to play through it. They're going to try and be brave and play through it. They're going to invite that pressure. And it's not always trying to dribble and pass your way through it. You're inviting it. You're trying to suck it up to create space behind the back line, which is how you scored the deciding goal in the first game against Red Bulls this year, where it's the long diagonal ball after you'd sucked Red Bulls' pressure up and you found the space and you get it over to Yakumakis and he puts it in the back of the net. But you're going to try and suck them up and play it over the top or play the diagonal and get them in one side of the field and then go over the top of them at times. And, yeah, it takes bravery. It can be dangerous. But, again, we talked about risk-reward, man, and the reward is three points. So you lose Jay Fortune to the Gold Cup. He'll join Derek Etienne and Miles Robinson in that tournament. So they'll be gone until their teams are eliminated. Uh, Jay Fortune could go up against Miles Robinson with Trinidad and Tobago and the United States, I think, in game three of the group stage. You will get Tiago Almada back. He's in Atlanta now. Luis Abram, I think, has now landed in Atlanta. I think it was during the game that he was actually going to land. Yorgos Yakamakis back in town. He was suspended tonight. So you'll get all three of those guys back. You'll also have Luke Brennan and Nick Firmino available for selection. We'll see if Noah Cobb keeps the starting spot. We'll see if Amar Sadich keeps the starting spot. Lots of things to dig into as we get ready for that. I'll have a March to Match Day later this week before we get on a plane and head north to New Jersey on Friday. Saturday's actually a doubleheader as well. The Atlanta United Unified team will face the New York Red Bulls Unified team at 3.30 on Saturday afternoon from Red Bull Arena. You can watch that on atlutd.com slash live. The Five Stripes Countdown will start at 7 o'clock on 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. Whew, deep breath after this one tonight. For Jarrett Smith, for Engineer Miller Pope, for producers Dede Lewis and Dom Chorofsky, I'm Jason Longshore signing off from the Benz. Mike Conti will be back with us on Saturday from Red Bull Arena. 2-2 tonight between Atlanta United and NYC. Adios, everybody. You've been listening to the Full Time Report, a complete wrap-up of today's Atlanta United game. Tune in for complete match day coverage all season long. The home for our Atlanta United is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.